Are you still buying your cinema suites in the actual cinema? If so, we need to have a little chat, and you need this podcast. We take our guests through the quirks of their retail habits, from their best of a bargains to the times they've been completely ripped off. Welcome to False Economy. Powered by Hot UK Deals, the UK's number one app for deals, discounts and freebies. I'm Vix Layton, consumer champion, shopaholic and occasional comedian. And alongside me, as ever, is the complete opposite of all the things that I am. He's the Dr. Evil to my Austin Powers, the Scar to my Simba, and the Bill to my Kill. It's Paul Watson. Hello. Hi. Hi. I understood some of those, though. <laughs> you understood some of the references. <laughs> if I ever get two thirds of the links, then I'm like, wow, I'm really getting it now. Have you heard of this fun little thing? TV. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy thing is, I do nothing but watch TV, and yet somehow I've missed these huge, like Star Wars and uh, the Lion King. And all that so thing. yeah, Scar was the baddie, Simba was the goodie. <sighs> the baddies are always cooler than the goodies, though, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, except, except Bill and Kill Bill, I think he doesn't come out of it looking great. I think. And if you were Scar, you'd sound like Jeremy Irons, which is quite cool. Oh yeah, I like Jeremy Irons. You've got a great voice, though. I don't think you need Jeremy. It's no Irons Jeremy voice. Irons, though, is it? No, it's it's very much a Paul Watson. Oh, I think one day somebody, a character, will be voiced by you, Paul Watson. I reckon. What animal do you reckon you'd be if you could put an animal to your voice? Oh, that's a really good. Oh, see, these are the questions. I know. Um, it's rabbit. I think. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I think it's rabbit. Rabbit. Yeah. Voiced by Paul Watson. I could totally buy that. I don't want to ask you what you think animal I'd be, because it might hurt my feelings. Oh no, no, it'd be a nice animal. I th- see. I'm, I'm getting a kind of. You're trying too hard. Let's introduce the guest. No, I was, <laughs> I was trying to name an animal, but I can't <laughs> name any animals. <laughs> she is one of the iconic stars of Geordie Shore. Stop. Celebrity X on the beach, and a woman I heard on another podcast and immediately wanted to book on ours. Star. Yeah, when you were on uh, Marnie's show. Yeah. And um, basically my mate forwarded it to me because it was the kind of thing that I would do Mm. where you did a shift dancing and didn't get paid for it. Like you basically got catfished. Oh my God, did I tell her that? (laughs) (laughs) Did I say that on the podcast? Yeah, that's a big story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, let's all go into that. (laughs) Well, this is exactly, (laughs) to paraphrase, this is exactly the kind of podcast this is. This is, you know, you've yeah. been ripped off, the best deal you've ever had. Yeah, that has just reminders at that time as well. As soon as I heard that story, they were like, this is something you would do. And mm. I was like, well, I don't think anyone would pay me to dance anywhere. Because <laughs> uh, my coordination probably, is shit. I'll probably think, <laughs> what? what are they even talking about? I'm trying to, I'm trying to like, piece it Wait together. Wait until you have this story, I'll tell you later, I'll tell you later. <laughs> yeah, Paul is like the polar opposite of me. So yeah. I spend loads of money. Paul hasn't bought clothes as you can tell, there's a hole in the Oh, Paul, I was asking. I thought that was vintage love. I thought. <laughs> well, it is in a yeah, way. Well, it... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. You'll be perceived in a certain way depending on people's experiences. Paul. Yeah. So a lot of right. people are like, yeah, I bet that's Versace. I've got to say, you're being really kind. I don't think anyone is thinking this is Versace. <laughs> you just never know these days. I mean, there was a Balenciaga um, fashion show and they were walking in mud. Yeah, Not that you look I like you've walked in mud, but I'm just saying, you know, fashion could be anything these days. Yeah, it's yeah. whatever people will pay for. People with too much money will spend it on absolute nonsense. Yes, that is true. I've heard. Okay. <laughs> so on, on that note, what's the best deal you've ever found? So the best deal I've ever found. This is, it's not boring, but I live in Newcastle, right? Okay. And everything is quite cheap up there. 
Yeah, it's the north. Um, so I actually bought my house. Obviously, you guys living in south will probably think like, wow, that house is worth like, it could be worth a million probably down here. Well, Paul lives in Stroud. Stroud, 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 Stroud. Oh yeah, there is a Stroud as well. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. I do pass that and I'm like, is that Stroud or Stroud? No, Stroud, which is near Gloucester. Right, okay. But there's a Stroud as well, right? It's well, like, it's, yeah. No, there is yeah. genuinely because if you put the wrong thing in the ticket thing, you end you up going the wrong, You can go to the wrong place. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so obviously, I got my house. My house was um, two hundred eighty thousand <gasps> for a whole house. <laughs> for a whole house. Are you ready for this? Four bedroomed, own grounds, drive, garage, garden, four bathrooms in a private estate, living the life of luxury. So that was our guest, Sophie Kasai. This has been False Economy. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I think one of my proudest moments in like one of my biggest bargains I got was probably my house. That's incredible. Because it is good. And I did it on my own. Do you know what I mean? No man, didn't need any man to help or, you know, got half us or anything. So it's a bit of a boring one, but because we live in, in Newcastle, you do get that quite regular. Um, so what, at what point did you think, I want to own my own house? Was that something you had on your list from... Well, I think like when um, I was living with my dad and obviously I was coming home drunk quite a lot. And then my dad got a girlfriend and I was like, right, okay, yeah, I think it's, it's time. Yeah, it was definitely, definitely time. And you know what, though? I think, like, everyone in my industry or on my show and stuff, they move quite a lot quicker to me. I was the one living at home with my dad when I was 31. And everyone else in Jordan Shaw was actually moving on with the next stage. Like, they were buying big mansions, they were buying big houses. And I know, like, obviously, sometimes people can always compare. And for me, I was always comparing. So, you know what? I did find my house a little bit later. Mine's probably not as expensive as everyone else's but I'm happy and it's cosy and it's homely so you're comparing yourself to the others but you're happy enough where you are exactly listen like there's no time limit on anything you've just got to go at your own pace and stuff and listen one day I'll get that mansion one day I will but now I'm wiser with money okay compared to how I have been because I've been in a very bad way the past couple of years. Very bad. So now I'm at a point now where I'm like... Well, you rented in Essex, you poor thing. That's, I mean, That's a yeah. cry for help. I lost a lot of money. A lot. Um, but yeah, now I'm at a position where I'm like, right, now I need to save. Now I need to be clever. And don't spend going out partying every weekend, because that's what I was doing. Um, and yeah, think about the future rather than in the moment just partying. So was it buying a house that made you think like that? What was the point um, where you were like, this is brill? but I need to... When I woke up with £5 in my bank, that was that was the moment where I was like, right. And this was like while you were on Georgia yeah. Short? Yeah. Mm. So like this... So yeah, to all intents and purposes, everybody sees you living this glamorous life, but actually... People think we're multi-millionaires. Yeah. This is what we get. If I, I fly Ryanair, people are like, why, why are you flying on this flight? I'm like, well, you expect me to just get private jet like Kim Kardashian? <laughs> well, I'm flying Ryanair because it is like £40 a flight. Yeah. yeah. I'm saving money. So, yeah, like people are obviously, they, they jump to conclusions, they think we are multi-millionaires. Don't get me wrong, like some of the cast might be, yeah, we don't really talk about money, but I'm open to say like, never been a millionaire. I still live in the northeast of England. I still live a very normal life. Like I still shop in local supermarkets, do whatever, because I'm not a multi-millionaire. Do you know what I mean? I'd love to be, of course. Yeah. But not not all of us are. <laughs> and I think people get the wrong perception of reality TV. They think we are so rich and everyone's got all this money. But I tell you what, we don't have a regular income. One day you could wake up and get like zero paycheck from agencies and stuff. Or you could wake up one day and get 
five grand a month or more, 10 grand, 20 grand, whatever. So you just do, do not know. And the worry of not having a regular income can be very scary. Yeah. Because you can't go back to normal life. You can't go back to a normal job. It's impossible. Yeah. Because when did you start in... Today? I started 12 years ago. Yeah. So you... I was a kid. Coming up to your birthday, 33. Yeah. So... Yeah, so all of a sudden you, you're high profile, you're being paid to live your life mm. in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, you're not really accruing any... There was obviously... I did save up quite a bit when I first started, Geordie. You're coming across as very sensible. Like, you've straight yeah. away, you've bought property, you've got on the property. Yeah, of so. well, that's because of my dad. My, my dad's got five restaurants. I come from a Middle Eastern background and obviously it's drilled into us from being kids. Like, you've got to look after your money, you've got to be business orientated and you've got to study, you've got to college and all that kind of thing, which I did. Like, I was always headstrong, like, very screwed on. But if you want to take on the journey, so when we first started Geordie Shaw... People love to know about this. I know you'll you'll want to know. <laughs> when we first started, some of us were on benefits. Some of us didn't have a pot of piss in. None of us really had much money at all. We were just kids. Um, most of us were working at the call centre because in Newcastle, there's a lot of call centres because we're very friendly, we're very warm, and we can sell you the dream. <laughs> and we can fuck a dead horse. Don't they always do these polls? And Newcastle accents mm. meant to be like the nicest, yeah. most the warmest, yeah. yeah, yeah, trustworthy. Yeah. So it's just true. be careful. It is yeah. true. It is true. But um, but yeah, when we first started, Johnny, we got. Nothing, absolutely nothing. We got, I think, the most we ever got was a grand a month. And we couldn't survive on that. It was really, really hard to survive on on, on that because obviously after tax and VAT and all that. Um, we didn't really have much money. And the boys were earning quite a lot of money from PAs. They were doing cash jobs. So they were getting a grand, um, maybe two grand, three grand for doing one hour of photos in a nightclub <laughs> with all the girls throwing themselves at them. So these boys were killing it. And us girls, we were in big financial difficulty because there was no Instagram, there was no social media. Yeah. You couldn't make all your money from that. We had nothing. So for us, we really did struggle for quite a while. Um, I think like most of us were in quite a bit of debt, getting credit cards, all that kind of thing. And then things did start to change. And when they did change, that was when girls could make some good money. Yeah, because you don't want to do those... PA appearances because yeah. the way you're treated is it, I wouldn't want to no you are it. getting a lot of sme- uh, like sweaty teenage puberty boys like all over you and you go home stinking of absolute BO and it's like it's not worth the money <laughs> you're not selling it no yeah yeah it's so um, stay away from yeah. club PA <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I was yeah. thinking career options nah, <laughs> nah. I, I'm better off here yeah you're better off yeah love um, no but we did we did earn a bit of money from the PAs but it was just you know it, it, it you didn't really see it no. But I did start earning a bit of money. Um, and once I had a lump sum of money, I did invest. Did you get advice on that? Or No, the thing is, you know what? Looking back now, you know, if I said my 25-year-old self, I'd be like, just save your money, put some away, like get a pension. I haven't got a pension. I haven't got mega savings. Like I've literally just been living, living every day. So for me, I haven't got anything to fall back on, obviously apart from a house and I have got a couple of investments and stuff, so I'm secure. But if I could go back, I, could, I wish I, I could just slap myself. I think we all feel the same though. Uh, and yeah. surely, isn't there a pressure, like because of the nature of the show and everything, isn't there a pressure to be seen to be living a certain kind of lifestyle in terms of it being like your, you know, your, yes. your soul to a certain way? Yes, yes. So. I think, yeah. Geordie Shaw was a bit different though because on our show, we're, we're known for partying and being quite real and, you know, re- very relatable to just the general public. Like, you know, not all of us came from rich families or backgrounds and stuff. So, we weren't really looked at to be living a champagne lifestyle. 
even though we were with the lemonade wages, but yeah. we, we, we did, we, people didn't really expect it from us. But yes, there's been times when I've been looking on social media and I see everyone else having all this glamorous things and, you know, you do, you, you want to fit that lifestyle, you want to not compete, but you don't want people to think you're the skimp one right. and not doing right. well, basically. But yeah, I did save up quite a bit of money and it was at this point where it all turned very, very hard for us. I actually opened my own shop. I thought that's what I want to do. I opened my own premises. I had a salon above because I used to do hairdressing. Um, I spent about 70 grand into into this business. Basically, it was everything I had at the time. I'd been on George's show about five, six years and that was like my savings. That was there. So I put all that into the business and I tried my best and, you know, I was working every day but went through a bit of a bad time. Like my parents got divorced. I was built for my ex-boyfriend and, it went really, really tough for us. I think I must have had some kind of breakdown at that age. I was I was in a bad way. Um, and I was going out, I was partying, I was spending all this money. And I remember as time went on, a couple of, I think it was like about a year and a half later, I remember, oh my God, it was so bad. I remember looking at my bank account and I had £5. I had these outgoings. Yeah. I had all these outgoings. I had a shop. But you've done everything right. Yeah, the council. Like, you've done everything right. You've set up a business. You've done what everybody's doing. I did what people think that you should do. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. weirdly. Um, And I put all the money in that. I had all my staff working for us. I was promoting it on Instagram. Doing whatever, yeah, I thought was the right thing. Um, And then one day, the money was just, the conveyor belt was going in and it was just going out. And there was, I wasn't breaking even. There was no, like, money there. So, so yeah, basically, um, woke up with £5 in the bank and... Shut the shutters and that was me done. Yeah, I had to start again. And here I am, I got a second chance. That's why now anything that comes my way, I'm very appreciative of it. You've got to be. Yeah. When you've got £5 in your bank. But what makes it worse is I've got £5 in the bank. Everyone on everyone who's watching me right now thinks I'm a multi-millionaire. Yeah. They think I'm loaded. They think I've got everything that they ever wanted. But I'm probably a lot more skint than the normal Joe blogs down the street. Yeah. And nobody would have ever known until I've just taught you now. And we've all had exactly that same experience of finding that you... But nobody would know. You've, you, you're praying that your card will go through. Yeah, so. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think this is why, because I, I do personal finances, my mm. day job, and this is what why I like doing it. And yeah, why I enjoy of course. Doing it, I, love, I love talking about it. It yeah. doesn't bother us. I think we need to be more open about it, especially us. People think they're going to go on Love Island, be millionaires and get all this money. It's tough. Yeah. Money-wise, it's tough. It's not what people think. And everyone does. And this is the thing. You go out and you, someone picks an expensive restaurant and you go, oh, I'm going to have a soup and I hope that we don't all split the bill evenly because yes. you've all yes. had five cocktails and there. And I just don't think enough people are having those conversations. No, they're not. And you'll like, go home actually, you'll look at your bank account and go, oh, actually, Nando's. Yes. <laughs> Were there people like who are around the show who give you advice on this kind of stuff? Um, not at the beginning, no. No, right. no. Nah. Luckily enough for us... Um, we had like parents who'd help us and accountants and stuff like that. But back then, you've got to remember the reality TV was very different. It it was not like it is now. Like now, obviously, yeah. you've got social media that'll boost your profile, give you an income. You can do work from that. But for us back then, the, there was just Facebook, I think. So, yeah. nah, you don't. And I think you do. I think not even just reality TV, I think in schools. I think it should definitely be a lesson in schools to learn about financial support because 
you know, when I, when I became self-employed, I did not have a clue. Dividends yeah. and all that. I'm like, I just look at my account and I just agree. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, just do it. <laughs> but you're an accountant though, at least. That's- yeah, yeah. So like, my accountant's amazing. He's great. He, he, he's part of the family. But yeah, he has learnt me a lot. And if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have a clue because where else do you learn? You, yeah, you don't. You have you to learn. You learn through making a mistake yeah. and not doing that again. Exactly. So on that on that note then, Sorry, I have been chatting away. No, it's, it's, it's a nice problem to have. <laughs> Rather than me and you filling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Paul, you once bought a... <laughs> so something that you bought because it seemed like a bargain, but you wish you'd invested a little bit more in. Oh my God. Um, so this is really pathetic. So back in lockdown... Um, I really want to do my garden like Love Island. I was like, <laughs> I really just want it to look so like aesthetically pleasing. Like Instagram <laughs> is my income, so I need it to look good. Yeah. So um, when I filmed X on the Beach, there was these parasols and um, they were gorgeous, stunning. And obviously being in the public eye, you do DM a lot of companies yeah. asking for freebies. Why not? You know what I mean? If, if, if you can, then you can. You're going to promote it. Anyways, I got declined about that. I, uh, so, I once set up a fake Instagram food and drink account to try and get freebies. Stop. Yeah, work? I bought a load of followers. This was years ago before you could get told off. I bought a load of followers. Yeah. And I'd, be, I'd book and I'd be like, oh, just to let you know, I'll be reviewing it for yeah. London Cocktail Collective. Did it work? A couple of times. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh. It's funny now because when this happens, they um, <laughs> actually ask for our emails and stuff now because I think people clocked on. But that is a really good good way to think. It was good while it lasted. Yeah, of course. Yeah, out for now. Yeah. Bikini Beach in um, Cape Verde. Yeah. They've got a club yeah. on the bottom of this pier. Yeah. And I mentioned it when I was booking it. I was just like, oh, yeah, I'll I'll be sure to post about you on London <laughs> And um, they somehow magically upgraded me. They're like, oh, we don't have space in the downstairs bit. We're going to take you upstairs. You Stop, I love it. Thing. Oh, my and do you know who was there at the time, which is my favourite thing about the whole thing? They pointed out somebody who clearly did not need VIP status. It was Dean Gaffney. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, my God, They Dean. took I me to him. the balcony oh and they pointed him out to me. They're like, that's Dean Gaffney. <laughs> I bet you were like, I know. I love Dean. Oh, he's and brilliant. I literally had to basically smother myself and <laughs> out like, where's Listen, Wella? The question is, did you get a selfie? Did you get one? I wasn't going down there amongst the people that oh paid my the, God. the 50 euros brunch. But yeah, so yeah, I, I I'm that. sorry. I'm the reason you have to put a hashtag ad. It's yeah, yeah, me. yeah. Oh God, don't. I know, I know, I know, I know. That's bad. It's hard that I always forget. Love Island Garden. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I know it's got me. I, I got um, But yeah, so anyways, I looked for this parasol, parasol, whatever, and slid into the woman's DM asking for a freebie. Obviously she declined because she needs to make money. I get that. So yeah, I actually paid 600 pound right for this parasol <laughs> right is that a lot <laughs> it what yes yes yeah that's like that is like that's like my mortgage in Newcastle <laughs> so so yeah it is but then um then when it turned off basically the customs charge because it was from Bali <laughs> Oh so I've ended up paying like over a grand for this like little parasol, <laughs> right? That goes in my garden, all for it to look like friggin' Love Island, <laughs> and it doesn't. It looks like shit island, basically. <laughs> so excuse my language. But you ran out of budget, yeah. You? 
like honestly, e, I, I need to get a photo of it somewhere. I've got a photo somewhere, I, but I, yeah, I'm gonna, that is I'm something gonna I did, it. and I was like, why did I do that? Because listen, a grand is a lot of money. Yeah, like it's a thousand pound, and yeah, the charges were a lot more than the actual yeah, for an umbrella. So yeah, and I tried to blag a freebie, and it just didn't happen. Yeah. And then you bought it yourself, at yeah. principal, principal, <laughs> and I was fuming now. I think we all lost our minds in lockdown, though. I built a bar out of yep. um, a lot of crates. Yep. Mm-hmm. Crates that I, I literally went wombling around <laughs> East London yeah. looking for those crates mm. and built a tiki bar yeah. on my uh I've got my balcony. Them, yeah. and, and I bought was... lights for it. Yeah. And there's like... Do you still use it now? No, no. it's rotten. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't treat the word. It's rotten. <laughs> it's horrible. It's like, oh god, it's, we all we all went. It's so disgusting. Yeah. I don't even want to go on the balcony anymore. I think I think I think out of peak times of buying stuff, it's gotta be the lockdown <laughs> and the Amazon crap. <laughs> so on the subject of Amazon crap, what targeted advertising do you get when you go on social? Who do they think you are? Oh my god. A big one, quite common is surgery. So uh, we get, obviously, a lot of DMs about free surgery, quite a lot. Obviously, these surgeries, you know, you're talking grand. If you want the full mummy makeover, I think in the UK it would be like 25 grand, yeah? So you're getting 25 grand worth of surgery offered to you for free. Very dangerous if you are of the age of like 18 to about 23. Because imagine surgeons messaging saying, listen, we're going to transform your body. You're going to look like Kim Kardashian. You're going to look like the the next best supermodel. When you're that age, you are quite insecure. I'd have and, done for it. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and you know what I did? I went for it and I nearly died. Oh so God. that's how far getting offered stuff for free on Instagram can go. I got offered free surgery and I was about 24 at the time. Um, obviously, I was about I was about three and a half stone heavier. Always quite struggled with my weight in Geordie and I was always up and down. I was a size 14. I was comfortable. I was healthy. Yeah. I, you know, I was loving life. I, I wasn't worried about being, you know, size six. I was eating kebabs for fun. It was great. <laughs> but yeah, then obviously someone slid into the DMs, a surgeon in Turkey and said, oh, we'll, we'll give you this free surgery and you're going to look fantastic. So I thought, well, I can't be bothered to go to the gym. I want the easy way out. I want it sucked out. Get yeah. it sucked out of us. Again, like, I'd be like, yes. Yeah. And then, obviously looking back now, stupid girl. But yeah, there I was a couple of weeks later on a flight to Turkey um, about to get surgery with a friend. So telling my dad this, that I was going to surgery, he was in bits. He was like, don't do it. But you know, when you're that age, you think, you think you're think you an adult. Yeah, listen, I'm going to do my thing. So I went over to Turkey. Um, I got, at the time, it was a BBL, Brazilian butt lift, love. <gasps> Ah. Thanks for that's that. What, that's what, <laughs> I, was, that, I wasn't you were looking get at that. <laughs> what is that, like a Burger, burger King? <laughs> um, but no. I, it yeah. would have been more fun to ask him what he thought it was. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that would have been really, really funny. Yeah. You've got any more? We yeah. throw it over to the <laughs> straight away. Like, um, but yeah, obviously I went over to Turkey and I was about to get this Brazilian butt lift where basically they suck the fat out your stomach, they inject it into your bum and you've got like this curvy figure. A lot of girls have had it yeah. in the public eye. Um, not many people talk about it. I'm the one that wants to speak about it because I don't want anyone to go through what I, what I went through. So I got this fat injected into my bum. I remember waking up from this surgery and I was just ill. You've got to lay on your front for six weeks <laughs> and your face has got to be like to the pillow. So my skin was dry and, and I was just in a bad way. It was horrible. Um, and then I remember just being black and blue everywhere and I was just wider 
I was like, I wanted to look smaller, not wider. Yeah. I was just like, my hips were so big and everything just looked out of proportion. Like, it just wasn't me. I'm quite a petite person. So, anyways, a couple of weeks went by and I went away with an ex-boyfriend and started feeling really, really poorly. I was like, wow, I feel really ill. What is going on? To the point where I was, I was fainting. And I was like, right, I was in Mexico. I was like, I need to go to hospital here. Went to hospital in Mexico and straight away, they te- checked my temperature, put us on a drip. And um, they were scanning my whole body and they came to a point in the body and they were like, right, this is an abscess now and the abscess is getting infected. If the abscess bursts inside you, you will die. Oh, my God. So at this point, I'm like, what? And they're like, listen, we need to do surgery. I just thought in my head... Abroad as well. Abroad. I thought in my head, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die in the UK. I'm not dying not around my family. So basically, I um, got a flight to the UK. I went to hospital in the UK and they cut an abscess out my left bum cheek, which they got one litre of pus out my bum cheek. And and the (laughs) scar... Was a full shock bite. Let me tell you, that scar was like, it looked like someone just bit a chunk out my bum. So, yeah, so that is the biggest freebie I've got offered on social media that has went terribly wrong. So Could you sue? I just Can I didn't sue want to for you. The thing is, I, went, I wanted to really keep it quiet for all them for a while yeah. because I didn't want to point it out. I didn't want really anyone to know. I was embarrassed that I did it. This was back then when people were hush hush about surgery. Yeah. And I thought, if I talk about it, people are just going to grief us more. So I just wanted to keep it quiet. And I did for a long time. And it's only now, you know, nearly 10 years on, I can openly talk about it. And I just say, like, do not be going to get these BBLs. Like, it's dangerous. Because I went to Turkey um, on holiday um, in September and everybody in the flight looked really glamorous. Yeah. And it was just a family holiday. Yeah. But the whole of the in-flight magazine was about... Surgery. Surgery. Mm. It was these, like, all-inclusive... Pack of deals. Yeah. And it's it's getting cheaper. And that's the thing. Like, it was really expensive when you had it, but it's getting cheaper now. So people are risking it. I I got that for free. I literally got ill for free. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's just a a weird one. Don't get us wrong. I've just been to Turkey recently to to a really good surgeon. I've had a reduction and I had big boobs and whatever. Had a reduction. He, He sorted out that scar, believe it or not. So, yeah, it's not all bad. But when you're getting offered things for free on social media, just don't do it. Is it that this procedure is like, bad like no one should have that procedure or is it that the procedure was done badly i just is it like- i just think listen do your research obviously there's good surgeons out there of course there is but just do your research i just think it's a trend i think this i think this trend's gonna go ask yourself why yeah yeah, yeah. you bum lifting yeah I mean, are you actually cool, considering this oh yeah yeah <laughs> you you're really yeah, I'm shopping you, around yeah. at the moment you're just getting the, the best the best yeah. deals yeah yeah no. <laughs> you'll be walking in with one of their bbls next won't you <laughs> no, I'm, i suppose i'm interested in yeah yeah that's just it's just I never heard of it. Um, no, yeah, but I didn't I know whether it's like as a thing it shouldn't exist or whether it's yeah. just like you got to be careful because there are there are sort of cowboy yeah. surgeons out. Yeah, there I think just both. Yeah, right. a bit, but, <laughs> a bit yeah. of both. Uh, I think just be careful, and I think it's going to be out of fashion. Yeah, because when it's out of fashion, you're in a bit of <laughs> trouble, then right? You... Then you've got to get sucked back out. Right. <laughs> Where does it go? It's like, yeah. I don't want it back there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Right, what's the worst you've ever been ripped off then? 
I don't know if I've ever been really ripped off before. Well, sometimes you can do a job and not get paid for it. I think that is getting ripped off, correct or incorrect? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So basically... You were texting the post portal, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I was... Um, <laughs> staring at Vic, yeah. <laughs> I was actually living in Magaluf with my cousin Marnie and um, we were having the best time, the best. But obviously, as you're working out there, you know, you haven't really got a proper job of just doing shots and stuff. And there was one day we woke up and we went, well, we've run out of money. What What next? You know, we can't really go doing shot girls because we keep drinking all the drink. <laughs> and um, <laughs> wait, voice in you in the Yeah, end. yeah. So we can't really do that. And there's not really other, other jobs to do. And plus, we wouldn't really get out of bed much. Um, so someone was like, right, okay, well, I've got a job for you. And we're like, yeah, what is that? They're like, well, you've just got to come and dance at this bar. And we were like... We can, we can do a bit of dancing, do you know what I mean? Like, we dance every weekend. Um, and me and Marnie got ready. We went to this really seedy bar. And um, I remember walking into this bar and this um, Polish woman comes um, up to us. She's, you know, she's got a bit of broken English. And, and she was saying, basically, she was like, yeah, yes, um, you ready to, to dance? And we're like, yeah. what? And the, basically, she said, two men will be coming um, up any any minute and they basically want you to dance for them so little did we know we applied to be strippers <laughs> and we were like wow okay <laughs> this is a lot and we were like hey, what now yeah you so, thought you were like podium dancers yeah yeah like, like I've never done lap dancing in my life I mean the la- no. most lap dancing I've done is a slut drop but yeah. I can't it's not the same just... yeah it's not the same <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, me and Marnie, um, these, there was these like just really young lads and um, they were sitting in this booth and me and Marnie were like, right, let's just dance. But we didn't take our clothes off or anything like that because we didn't really know what we were doing. It was, it was bizarre. It was so bizarre. I always remember the song as well and it was to I Predict a Riot. <laughs> It's the most unsexiest song. That can that's come. not a strip club suitable song. <laughs> it was like, what? and me and Marnie were just like, I predict a riot, and like just trying to dance. Oh my god, it was a nightmare. We were just, we were the worst strippers in the world. And um, yeah, these these two boys, I remember they were just like, what is going on? And they, obviously, I wasn't in the public eye at this point. We were like dancing on the floor, like going like this with my hair, and we just wanted a bit of money. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, when it finished, um, we actually went. Back to the apartment because we literally did that dance and we're like, now nah, we're we need to leave. And the mum was like, yeah, yeah, come back tomorrow. And we're like, yeah. So I remember going back and me and mine were like just showering. I was like washing away the sins. I was like, oh God, how am I going to tell my dad this? Like, what the hell has just happened? Um, and the next day we went back to the bar just to get our money off this woman. <laughs> and, and we were like, can we please just have like our 20 euro? That's all we want. <laughs> like, it was like 20 euro each. And basically the woman said, unless you dance tonight, you're not getting any money. So we were like, okay, what do we do now? And I just said to Marnie, I think it's time to go back to Newcastle. <laughs> so, so yeah, that was it. We didn't really last, we didn't last much longer about that. And, and yeah, off we were back home to Newcastle. 20 pound down and one laugh dance down. So yeah, never again. So yeah, I did get ripped off. What an experience. What an experience, yeah. <laughs> but that you didn't dance again. Do you know what? I think Absolutely that is, not. Not, not for me. You, you did the right thing. Yeah. Right, it's time for the quick fire rounds. Okay. Paul, you compose yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've went through a lot, Paul, haven't we? It's the I predict a riot this morning. Oh, oh, I always, always remember it. Uh, every I mean, time you hear that song. Yeah. Just, oh, God, oh. triggered. So I'm going to read you something out and you're going to tell me how much you think it costs, basically. Right, okay. Go on. 
Mm. Paul, I don't know why you look confused. We've done this so many times. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you've just said the rules for the first time. Are you still imagining someone stripping to I predict a rat? Yeah, and especially me. He's like, <laughs> me and my BBL, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> right. <sighs> our fortunes have massively improved, right? And we're looking to hire a full-time living butler in our property in London. Oh. How much will we pay them per year? Per oh, year? Butler in London? Full-time uh, lives in your house. Everything, yeah? Chef. Yeah. Like the work, like basically yeah. a Kim Kardashian chef. Yeah, just gonna look after you. Right, okay. 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 Go on, Paul. Do you want to go first? Not much. How, <laughs> how much would you um, charge to to do this service for? Uh, right. So it's it's like a living. They're live. So part of it is you give them accommodation, right? They yeah. live in your house. Is um, he like an everything man? I reckon so. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. He's a fixer. I've got it. All right. Well, this is how much I'd want. Okay. Forty grand a year. Okay. Forty grand. Any advance on forty grand a year? Yeah, I reckon it's gonna be. 30. I reckon it'd be worse than you think. Wait, what? Sophie, what was 42 that? and a half. Oh, I'm glad. What, that... is this actually like true? That answers? is the average and it ranges from 35 grand to 50 apparently. So you were oh, bang on. Oh, we're in the wrong job. I'm yeah. actually good. This is actually yeah. not a bad it's salary, not a... right? <laughs> I'd cook for that. <laughs> no, no one's mean to you. <laughs> <laughs> like... Okay, a personalised voodoo doll from Etsy. <laughs> of who? Um, Whoever you want. Anyone you want. It's a photo revenge voodoo doll. So they, they put work. your face yeah. I wonder your if I've face, presumably unless Hopefully not. I wonder if I've ever been on anyone. That's a question. Oh. So yeah, you can buy it on Etsy. It's available now. Photo Revenge Voodoo Doll, custom made. I really want to look at that. I'll send you the link. Okay, great. Put someone on it. <laughs> oh. I've got some people in mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some ex-boyfriends. Paul, I think I need you to go first. Well, it, de- it depends like, how bad the voodoo is as well. So, how far do you want to go? Yeah. Well, I, I don't personally want to go at all. <laughs> okay, but... so we, are we thinking um, like... You, there's a Lego brick inexplicably in your shoe yeah. every time you put it on. Right, that the rest kind of, of your voodoo. Life, right, supposed yeah, to. Yeah, like not piano falling on head sort of Oh, thing. wow, okay, yeah. yeah. You know, at yeah. this level. But I'm, I'd minor say, inconvenience. For like minor voodoo, 15 quid. Handmade. <laughs> oh, 20 quid. Okay, 20 pounds. Wait, what are we saying over here? I'd say about 60. Oh, I mean, that, I think that's a bargain. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's depends. another point to Sophie. Oh, wow. God. £34.73. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I wonder if you can, like, Take it back if nothing bad happens to the bird. Yeah, yeah. Send it. I wonder if they get returns. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It didn't work. Yeah. They did. it didn't work. They're, yeah. right, they're thriving. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, I don't just want like, what the, what the like, You know what? I'd like to read the reviews on that. <laughs> I wonder what the yeah. reviews are. Reviews would give away. <gasps> a bit too much, they? <laughs> yeah. What What happens if you cuddled your voodoo doll though? Like, and you just that, took care of it a little bit. Like, ooh. maybe ooh, more. Happen? Yeah, that's just a doll. it's got mystical powers for okay right this is horrible I've got a visual aid for this as well Um, it is an iPhone cable shaped like an umbilical cord which moves as it's charged that is weird as though it's feeding the phone that is weird it's another Etsy thing it's an astonishing item. Here it is in black and white. Oh, we have four it would be too terrifying oh wow oh my (laughs) god That is a disco- is that it's, the is that a womb or something? And it moves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it, so- it sounds like something for the X Files. It sounds awful. That is just and yes, bizarre. It exists, Paul. I mean, it looks like, it's like a big snake. It does. It looks like, like an a, anaconda. a little snake, like a, a snake or worm coming out of a plug sock. Imagine it's skin coloured. Oh. Why would anybody want that? That really it's horrible. Yeah, right. twenty quid. Uh, t- twenty-five. You couldn't even get it delivered. <laughs> For what? that, what? technically, Paul, you're the winner. It's three thousand nine hundred seven pound <gasps> ninety three, and delivery is forty five pounds. That is. Pence. Are they like? They, 
given you the therapy you need to deal with. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, like, it's horrible. To get the human with it, what the... What are they, where are they putting that phone? Oh. That's what I want to know. Do you get the phone with it? <laughs> no. Because the phone, I'll be like, yeah. right, the phone is about 1600. It's so horrible. It's just, I wonder how long Nothing it takes to charge enjoy. your phone as well. <laughs> yeah, is it a fast <laughs> charger? Nobody's asking the real questions. Yeah, yeah. like that's what we need. We'll <laughs> put up with that if it's really fun. I'm absolutely gutted. We've come to the end and I was no. having such a nice time. So, uh, What's on the cards for you? What's next? I've worked a lot. I've worked up more from having the five pound me bank. I am in a really, really good position now. I feel like I've learned from all my mistakes. I am doing podcasts like yourself. Okay. Love doing the podcast thing. Um, as well as I run all my social media accounts. I've got my own hair brand um, called Main London. Um, so I've got that, which... Why not Main Newcastle? Yeah. <laughs> just doesn't really sound the same. You could do it's a April, little bit more posh. Do an April Fool's one next year. Oh my god, that is a shout! That is a shout! That is a shout! <laughs> I'd love to say like, yeah, I've got all these coming up, but I just love life and I wing it. Amazing! Thank you so you much have for having been me. An absolute delight. Thank you. Uh, thank it. you for thank Paul you. for. Uh, thank you, Paul. BBL Paul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a nickname I want to have. <laughs> Paul's already googling that. Uh, <laughs> and thanks for listening. If you enjoyed it, please rate it. Tell all of your friends. Tell more of your friends. Mm-hmm. If you think you've told all your friends, go on the street. Tell your enemies. And if you didn't enjoy it, you have 30 days to return this podcast for a full refund. Terms and conditions apply and your statutory rights are not affected. This has been False Economy. Mm-hmm.